We're going to call this the In the Sunshine Podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? Bon Joseph, V3 TV. Let's get into it. I'm doing something different. We're changing the narrative to an extent. Today is Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. That means I can't hesitate on releasing these shows. That sun is bright. <laughs> but I got to get my vitamin D. D. <laughs> anyway, I'm being stupid. So here we are. It's 11.11 in the a.m. I have a birthday in two days. Send your cards. Send your well wishes. We have a new Instagram page at V3TVUK. It used to just be V3TV, which was a great Instagram handle. But we were compromised. We had to change the YouTube as well. I don't even know what that URL is. There's no followers yet. It's a new page. The YouTube channel was shadow banned, as was the Facebook accounts. We shut everything down. Starting over from Scrizatch. That's a painful thing to do, let me tell you. I, I got to lower the curtains as much as I'm enjoying the sun. I look like I got white paint on my face. And the sun feels amazing. But you guys would probably appreciate being able to see me a little better than you can. So give me a sec. go you're like jesus open the curtains again we don't want to see that here we are so going forward how do we progress we're still going to be doing thoughts from la to the uk um people from all over the world joining the pod talking about current events social vital social issues and stuff we need a kelly a kelly bundy and, um, of course, there's always Von Joseph Show, which is where you'll find conspiracy stuff that we don't call conspiracy stuff because we don't want to be shadow banned again. Um, vibes TV, music, uh, interviews, concert footage, stuff like that. Anyway, so apparently, as you may or may not know, I'm in the United Kingdom. And the country is to hold a minute silence to mark one year since lockdown. Today was the day that it was official. They locked us down. So in about 45 minutes, we're going to be having a moment of silence um, to show respect to the nearly 150,000 COVID-related deaths we've seen in the United Kingdom. And um, apparently at 8 o'clock in the p.m., people are being encouraged to stand on their doorsteps with phones, candles, and they say torches, we say flashlights, to signify a beacon of remembrance. Do something, do something, government. Don't have me out there on my porch with my phone. <laughs> I'm at a concert with a lighter. How about you guys put some of these billions? All right, I'm not. I'm going. I'm already going into rant mode. Make a make a real light beacon. Something in London. 
for all those people, something everybody can see. I always thought it was strange that when they would say, um, and I didn't even know this was happening. I was living in Ascot at the time. And they would say, go on your porch and clap. Give a round of applause or whatever they were calling it. I'd give a hand for the, the NHS, the, the frontline workers, which is cool. Hey, we appreciate, we, I, I don't even think appreciate is a heavy enough word. And let's be honest, obviously they're doing their jobs, but they're doing a, a tough job now. It's tougher than normal. But sometimes words don't have enough impact to me. I think words are used so flippantly and just, you can attribute them to anything. It's like love. Oh man, you're going to love this. I love the way this tastes. I love you. You can't use that word to describe all these same, these different emotions. Or maybe it's the same emotion. Maybe you care about your partner as much as you care about a delicious cheeseburger from your favorite cheeseburger place. Anyway, I thought it was strange that we would be clapping our hands on our porches. These people can't hear me clapping. <laughs> they don't know I'm out there. They want something, I would think that they would appreciate something a bit more tangible. You know? You're on your porch clapping. They're risking their lives to keep us alive. And then again, I know that's their job. That's what they signed up to do. It's like when people say, that police officer, he went in there and... Uh, he did this, that, and the other, and he's a hero. No, he did his freaking job, man. He did his job. He has a tough job. So maybe they're just heroes anyway. Don't label them heroes just because of this. They're a hero anyway. They do everything. Their job is to risk their life. Not necessarily, but they know that they're risking their life. Every day they go out to work, whether it be medical professionals or, um, look at my sofa behind me. That shouldn't even be in the shot. I got the pillows. <laughs> pillows are all over the floor. Can we block that? That looks disgusting. <laughs> anyway. I hear a beat. And it's not my beat. Anyway. So I'm looking all ugly today. And I'm just, I'm just upstairs. Decided I would get started on this because I've been saying I'm going to do it for so long and I have yet to deliver it to you guys. So here we are. These are quick podcasts. They're quick casts. Just to shoot some news your way. I was reading a, or I'm looking at a, a, a it says hospitality. Five, nearly 6,000 venues have closed. 5,975, 87 million pints of beer lost. That's a lot of beer. They drink a lot of beer in this country to be such a little country. They love some brew. I don't drink beer. doesn't matter. Care homes. I'm just scrolling through the news, and I'm just going to comment as I go. Nothing prepared. 340 days of no visits in care homes. 48 weeks, no close contact. 
I know someone who lost their mom in a care home. It wasn't because of COVID. It was because of lack of, well, I, I won't say, I'm not a doctor, but she didn't have COVID. I thought it's interesting that you can restrict people from seeing their family, their mother, their father, whatever, in a care home because we're trying to protect them from outside. Well, why are you in there then? You're exposing them to outside stuff. I don't find you nearly as important as me to that person in my family, mother, father, uncle, whomever. That's just my opinion. Fortunately, I've not had to deal with that. Uh, this has been a crazy year. I can't believe it's been a year already. I lost I lost somebody that I knew that I liked a lot. Jay, man. Jay was he was an older guy and I think he had just he well, I know that he had just, you know, beaten cancer and then I didn't know that it, until later on after it had already taken place, but and he ended up dying probably from I think he might have had pneumonia or something. I don't know the details. I didn't want to get into it because it was rough. And this was right when lockdown happened. And I had just worked with Jay on Hitman's Bodyguard Hitman's Bodyguard's wife, I think it's called. That was probably his last project. And I, I was fortunate enough to work on that project with them. We were doing voiceovers, so he was doing like Antonio Banderas's voice, and I was doing Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> so if you go see that movie, then that's, you know, you probably won't know. I probably won't even know. Samuel L. Jackson didn't even know, apparently. I did a different film, Tarzan, where I was doing some just, you know, you do fill-in voice spots where they maybe change a line or maybe you didn't hear a word quite quite clearly. So they call in the, they call in the troops. They call in me. They call in Jay. They call in whomever. And they say, hey, we need you to say blah, blah, blah. It's a lot cheaper to pay me a couple hundred than it is to pay Samuel L. So anyway, he goes in apparently to record some other stuff or whatever and they're playing him my samples back of my impression of him and he says something to the effect of he basically he didn't even realize that it wasn't even his own voice that's how good i am hire me <laughs> so um you know it might have just been a couple words or a couple sentences or whatever <laughs> this is crazy. So, uh, COVID. I don't want to talk about it anymore, but here we are a year. Apparently now we're dealing with this racism amongst Asians, hate crimes during COVID. I don't even know what to think about this anymore. There's so much going on. I mean, if I go, look, as I just sit here and look at the grid of topics to discuss with you guys today. Period of excess death from COVID second wave. A lot of people are saying there hasn't even really been any excess death. Where's the flu been? Flu has been knocked the funk out. 
<laughs> COVID was like, <laughs> you sit this one out. I got this, bro. No flu deaths. Very few. Not no, but very few by comparison. So did it just take over or what? Because there's not really been a lot, apparently. And the overage death, excess death. I keep calling it overage. <laughs> excess death number is pretty much been where it's going to be or where it was normally expected. That's why when this lockdown first happened a year ago, you know, we're all, it was crazy. Like, I remember the feeling. Unfortunately, I haven't been triggered yet. When you see or hear or whatever, I just turned the news and everything off like around April. I was just like, yeah, I've had enough because it was just COVID, COVID, COVID. But point being is they knew or they said they were expecting so many deaths. This is how many deaths we expect to see between now and whenever. And that number was almost identical to the number of excess death that they were expecting anyway. And excess death, my understanding is it's how many people die from the flu, how many people die from, you know, other things that aren't what you would expect people to die from anyway in a normal year. So, because I was, I was wondering, why do they have this exact number? We expect to see this many people die. Well, how do you know that? Because that's the excess death number. And that's what, close to what they got. But this news feed, <laughs> here's a good one. Missing cat reunited with family after 14 years thanks to microchip. That microchip sucks. <laughs> it took them 14 years to find these people. That microchip is trash. I don't even want the cat after 14 years. That cat doesn't know me. It's, it's looking at me like, really, dude? Really? 14 years? <laughs> Now you wanna you wanna see me? I'll be dead in a couple years. That's crazy. Apparently pubs are reopening. Which I find interesting. I can go drink, but I can't go to the gym. Where's the logic in that, government? I can go have a drink. And, you, and everyone has that friend that's a loud talker when they drink. Everyone does. You might even be that person. So if you don't, then it's you. <laughs> or a woo girl. Everyone has a woo girlfriend. I've had at least one or two woo girlfriends in my time. Female friends, not partners. You know what a woo. Now, I'm not talking about Wu-Tang. Woo. Talking about, woo, those chicks get drunk and just start going crazy. So if we're wooing and loud talking at the pub or loud, you got to speak up and you're projecting. Man, come on. So they're going to open in May, April. Landlords apparently have questioned why the government is forcing the hospitality industry to wait until after the 21st of June to fully open with heavy restrictions in place until then. The vaccination rollout has begun, has been going well, and isn't it supposed to bring us our freedom? <laughs> you don't have any freedoms anymore. Those all went bye-bye a year ago. 
So calls to relax stripped opening measures have also come from the trade body, UK Hospitality, apparently, which has urged ministers to follow data, not the dates. Which I get. Come on, you guys. I've been in the house for a year. I like to consider myself a very strong person mentally. I'm, 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 I'm probably not. I've not gone through anything major. My life has been almost perfectly amazing. Doesn't mean I've had the best life. Doesn't mean that I've got people dropping rose petals at my feet when I walk and somebody bathing me or, you know, my, my own private driver and I can go wherever I want. But I'm in good health for the most part. I don't have any hair anymore. <laughs> I don't have any hair. But, um, yeah, I've been pretty fortunate in that regard. But this lockdown has definitely changed me. How I deal with people, how I see people. Not like, ooh, get away from me, but... I'm a single, an only child, or I grew up as an only child. I've got sisters, half-sisters. Thanks, Dad. All over the place. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I spent a lot of time by myself. That's why I like to do the podcast with the other shows, the other guys. That's why I always liked having them in the studio. The podcast on the Skype or Zoom or whatever is not the same, is it? It misses that dynamic's not the same. And I definitely don't feel like I'm the same mentally. You probably, I probably do more talking to myself now than I have done my whole life. It's, it's a bit weird. So, reopen the gyms. Because this little gym setup I've got here... I'm struggling. It's been a year since... I, I, I worked out when I was in Ukraine... A couple weeks ago, a month, almost a month now, working on a film or commercial. So that was nice. That was nice. I miss that. So hopefully we can get back to, to normality in that regards. This, this Anthony Fauci, is that his name? Telling me I'm not going to ever shake hands with people again? Shut up, dude. Let's stop. Stop. Let's not talk about COVID anymore. It's been 20 minutes. We want to wrap this up soon. We need to keep you under a half an hour. What else is in the news feed? Rebel Wilson injured after dog runs into her path during London bike ride. That's not news. <gasps> oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, and it's really not important to me. Uh, I, okay, so apparently Kylie Jenner defending, asking fans to donate to makeup artists GoFundMe. She's got a promotion of a makeup artist crowdfunder after receiving, uh, she's defending this crowdfunding GoFundMe that she's put up. For a makeup artist named Samuel uh, Rauda, who had to have major surgery after being severely injured in an accident. 
So here's here's the thing. She's d- Ooh. all right. So she's put this thing together to call out to her followers. Here's the. I'm gonna end this on this because it's gonna get ugly if I keep talking. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. In case you don't know who she is, she's a Kardashian, right? I don't. She's got Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner's last name. She's his daughter. Pretty young girl. Well, she's not young. Well, she is young. She's in her twenties. She's a billionaire. I'm pretty sure she's on the Forbes list for a, being a billionaire. She has a makeup line or something, and you know, obviously a host of other things. She's a she's a billionaire. Scratch that. Even if she's not, let's just say that that's just everything, liquid everything. She's a multimillionaire. I'm gonna look it up really quickly, actually. Right, so she's got a $72 million jet that I'm seeing. She's got a $72 million jet. Her makeup company, her net worth is, it says is not $900 million. All right, here we go. Kylie Jenner's net worth 2020. The vast majority of her net worth comes from a cosmetic company called Kylie Cosmetics. She earns around 40 to 100 million from her various endeavors, right? She's 23 years old, says her net worth is 700 million. So her net worth is damn near three quarters of a billion dollars. She's 23 years old. 23. <laughs> 23. Right. Doesn't matter how old she is. The point is, is that she's worth three quarters of a billion with a B dollars. She's donated $5,000 to this guy's GoFundMe that he's trying. If she's worth that kind of money, pay for the shit. If you, if you care that much about the guy, pay for the surgery, the procedure. He's a makeup artist. I know makeup artists. I know a couple personally. And they're not... I know one is an Emmy Award winning, multiple Emmy Award winning makeup artists. They're struggling right now in New York. They're struggling. You want to donate to a GoFundMe? Her cat, she saved this cat from this woman, this, this makeup artist I know in New York. Climbed through a window of a woman's house that died of COVID because her cat was still in the house just dying. Took the cat. Cat needs some procedures. She needs money. Message me at V3TVUK on Instagram or V3TV Network on Twitter if you want to help her out. I don't have her GoFundMe in front of me. So if she's worth this much money, why not just sort it out? And even if you're not, $5,000? If I cared about somebody... Even if I didn't care about them, but I, you know, to to a certain level of like love or family or known them for decades. But if I can help them, I'm going to give them as much as I can give them. That doesn't leave me short. If you've got $700 million as a net worth, you can afford more than $5,000. And you shouldn't even be putting a GoFundMe up. If you, I just, just pay it. 
right? But if you've got it, why are you... It's, I like when celebrities just keep their mouth shut. It's like I've got billions, millions, whatever you've got. I just do it. I don't need the shine. I'm not trying to get in the paper, but I understand that's how they keep their brands going and so on. That's how they they how they do what they do. So pay it and don't ask us for anything. Or ask us to contribute, you gotta give ten grand. You have to do ten thousand. You have to. And I say that because of the the sheer uh, five thousand is she makes that in a minute. Literally, she makes that. She makes that's like Jeff Bezos saying, "I'll donate, you know, ten thousand, <laughs> even though I'm the richest man on earth." Her 700 million is off the backs of all these people she's asking to give money. They've given you money. So you we've supported you. You want us to support your people? Those are your people. You look after them. That's what community is for. Have you not learned anything from COVID? Look after your people. I don't know. It's ridiculous to me. I'm going to go... Because this Kardashian stuff gets me worked up. This is my angry face. Anyway, I've got lots to do. And we've got about 25 minutes before a moment of silence. Uh, I'm not talking about Meghan Markle. I don't, I'm not doing that. If you're listening, rate, review, subscribe. Please comment and rate if you're listening, like on iTunes. That's how we get ranked. That's how we get seen by people. And I'm going to do a 30-minute podcast hopefully every day. I'm going to try. It should be Monday, Wednesday, Friday because life gets busy. I won't do it on weekends. We'll do three times a week, I think. Kind of like two-minute news was supposed to be. There's a lot of work going into that editing and research and blah. I know people like to throw the paper. <laughs> that was fun. But maybe we'll go back to that format later or something. But right now we're working on a rebrand because we've got a five-year plan ahead of us. And you'll be seeing us soon. So follow us on Instagram, guys. It's a new Instagram page. We've had to cancel the old V3TV page. It's now V3TV UK. Twitter, V3TV Network. You can always follow us on v3tv.uk and see all the videos and other podcasts and stuff like that. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay strong. I think I'm going to go have some lunch. Should I work out? We were going to talk about racism and Asian hate, but I don't want to talk about this negative stuff. So... um. I'm reading more about this Kylie Jenner thing. So it says, after learning in more detail about the incident, it compelled me to visit his GoFundMe, which was set at 10000 which means nothing. I mean, they had already raised six, so I put in five. So she, in her eyes, went put it over the 10 that they need. So I thought I'd post on my stories to gain more awareness if any... Anyone also felt compelled to share or donate? I don't know how it all, 
how all of this got so twisted, but his family has reached out and are very appreciative of all the donations, prayers, and loves towards Sam. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I do things from the heart, and I try to help be helpful whenever I can be. Fans pointed out that even though Jenner wasn't friends with him, her donation was still modest compared to her wealth. That's what I was saying. Somebody wrote on Twitter, honestly, this is infuriating. I'm pissed off. <laughs> it may not be her friend anymore, but if she wanted to help, she could have, she could have have, that's a typo, could have had more than 5,000. That's a penny to her. It's like seeing a homeless man and giving him a penny. I don't know. I don't know. It's not my argument to, to have. Thanks for listening or watching, whatever you're doing. I'm out.